this is John Orberg. I'm really glad you joined us today. We're walking together through the renovation of the heart, Dallas Willard, looking at wisdom for life. And I want to talk to you today about the reality of the spiritual. And I want to make the takeaway really, really clear. It is a prayer that will come up over and over again for us. Your will be done. Your will be done to learn to depend on the reality of the spiritual as part of our life. That's very difficult. Now, while I'm doing that, a little glimpse behind the scenes. Hey, Timotheus, I need you to come here for just a second. Um, uh, I'm at the property, and I want you all to meet a friend of mine. Timotheus and I used to be part of the church back at Menlo, and he's here taking pictures right now. Thank you for doing this. And he's like much more professional and an expertise at this than I am. So uh, he's helping me figure out how to do it. He's taking pictures right now, so we might try to make those available at some point. And it is a little tricky. Nancy and I live in a cabana. We rent it from friends who own this terrific place, if you're wondering. But I always have to try to find a spot to shoot where it's away from the dogs. We have one dog. They have four dogs. And then there's also often somebody doing something with the vineyards or they're cutting stuff down today. So I got to stay away from the chainsaw. And then the sun in the shadow is always a little bit tricky. And... Um, and then if there's wind, I got to watch that. So this is actually pretty demanding production setup. And uh, it's where I am. So now you know a little bit more about that. Now, we want to learn to depend on the reality of the spiritual. God is spirit. But that's a word that's often used quite loosely. So we need to talk today a little bit more precisely about it and how Dallas would use it. But what's important, of course, is not just how Dallas uses it. How do we best understand it? so that I can actually depend on God. And what I want to say to begin with is, this word will sometimes be used in two different ways, slightly different ways. There's a more general way. You'll remember if you've been watching, we're talking about all of the dimensions of a person, the parts of a person. At the core, you have a will or a spirit or a heart. Those serve to talk about basically the same function. And then you have a mind And that includes both thoughts and feelings. And then we have a body, mostly a bunch of appetites. We run on habit. Then there's the social dimension of other people. And then there's our soul that connects that all together. And unfortunately, we live in a world that often tries to convince us that the physical part of reality is true, is real. But we, we, have, we, we tend to think of the spiritual realm as more metaphorical or abstract. So Dallas will talk about spirit in two different ways. This is page 17. I'll try to remember to talk about page numbers. Dallas writes, I have already spoken of the hidden world of the self as our spiritual side. The language of spiritual spirit and spirituality has become increasingly common today and cannot be avoided but it's often unclear in meaning, and this can be dangerous. It can lead us down paths of confusion and destruction. Spiritual is not automatically good. We must be very careful with this language. In the sense of spiritual, which means only non-physical, the hidden or inner world of the human self is indeed spiritual. Now, the idea here is, that just as you have a body, neurons, uh, tissues, and that's visible, you have uh, parts to you that are not visible, not physical. So your will, your ability to choose, 
your mind, your thoughts, and your feelings, your soul that, hides it all, uh, that ties it all together, that's part of the spiritual or non-physical or unseen dimension of your life. And that is all real. Sometimes people will talk about, uh, I'm spiritual but not religious. Or somebody might say that I'm getting in touch with my spiritual side. That language will get used loosely. Dallas talks in the book about how spirituality will sometimes be used by people to say, I'm connecting with my deepest values or I'm trying to become a more positive and creative person. It's in there, can't remember the page number. And people will talk about that as spirituality, but that's unfortunate because it gets too vague and fuzzy. In a general sense, to say that you are spiritual is to say that you have will, you can choose, and you have thoughts, and you have feelings, and you have a soul that integrates that all together. That is the spiritual dimension of your being. And just as you are a physical person, you are a spiritual person. It's not like some people are spiritual and some people are not, any more than some people are physical and some people are not. Some people take care of themselves physically, some people develop excellence in their physical lives, and some people do not. And the same thing is true with that dimension of us that is spiritual. But it is a very clear and very real, sorry about that, that was my physical part, dimension of personhood. It is unseen. Sometimes people will try to convince you you are your brain, but you are not. No one has ever seen a thought, a synapse firing, or a neuronic, uh, uh, an impulse in the neurons is not a thought. It's not an idea. It's not a choice. Generally, that's the spiritual side. But then more narrowly, that word spirit refers to the function of the will. Dallas writes this, the acts of willing, the capacity for volition or choice, form the spirit in a person. In this narrow and focused sense, the spiritual is not just the non-physical, as we explained it early, but it is the central core of the non-physical part in man. In us, there is much that is not physical, that is also not spirit in this narrow sense, that is not of the will. There is then a spirit in a man, a spirit that is his spirit. It is this that is the human spirit. If we are to understand spiritual formation, we must understand what the spirit of the human being is. Spirit in general, that which is self-initiating and self-sustaining, only God is purely spiritual, purely creative will and character. And that's why the scripture says, God is spirit. He is, in his fundamental nature, unbodily, personal power. That's the core of spirit. It is power. It is a form of energy. It's not physical, so it's unbodily, but it is personal. It's not like electricity or magnetic. And God gives us a bit of that. So spirit has a more general use, that invisible side of you that's real, and in Dallas, a more narrow, specific reference, and that is to your ability to say yes or no, to choose, to create. Uh, we will talk sometimes about a spirited horse or a spirited person. That is a creature with a strong will. And we have that. And the spirit is made to be surrendered to God. 
And so today we're learning to surrender ourselves to God, and that is a decision of our spirit. And here's the particular uh, thought that I wanted to give you from the book. This is on page 40. And Dallas here is quoting from Tolstoy. And again, this has to do with the spiritual dimension of life. The spiritual is as real as the physical. And in fact, and in fact, every physical thing you see began in the realm of the invisible or the spirit. The cell phone that I'm looking into right now began because somebody one day had an idea for a cell phone. And in a similar way, the earth, these trees began because there is a God in whose mind the idea came first. And he said, let there be light, let there be a tree. There are two gods, Tolstoy once said. There is the God that people generally believe in, a God who has to serve them, sometimes in very refined ways, say by merely giving them peace of mind. This God does not exist. This God does not exist. The God who has to serve me, my will be done. God, you, want, you do what I want to be done. That God does not exist. But the God whom people forget, the God whom we all have to serve, exists and is the prime cause of our existence and of all that we perceive. You did not just evolve. The earth did not just bang. Just as a cell phone or a tripod begins in the mind of a creator, so the earth and you began in the mind of a creator. It is only the mind that is able to give order. The spiritual realm is real. God comes to us primarily in our thoughts, primarily in our minds. That's why what we put into our minds is so important. Now, of course, all that interacts deeply with the physical, interacts deeply with our bodies. Our bodies are that little place where our wills begin to reign. So our bodies are the beginning of our little kingdom. But we were given our will in order to surrender to God. Our willpower is a very limited thing. So, the prayer for today that will be with us all through this series is actually a prayer of great strength. Your will be done. Your will be done. Your will be done. Guard your heart. See you next time. Thanks for listening. You can join the conversation and more by visiting becomenew.me slash subscribe.